Hello, everyone. Welcome to Felton Pen and Stationery Season Three, Episode Twenty. I'm your host, Frank, and I'm the other host, Collins. Hey, how's everyone doing today? How are you doing, Frank? Um, I'm doing all right. You're doing all right. Every every relatively how Monday goes, I'm doing all right. I had a boba milk tea prepared for me today, so I had plenty of energy, and it was a good Monday. Ah, uh, right. Mm-hmm. Wait, you're not that sensitive to caffeine, are you? I am very sensitive to caffeine. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, if I get caffeine in the form of coffee or tea after 3 p.m., I will stay up for a long time. Yeah, you know, we had the we had two yesterday. I only had one. Well, I had you two. You finished it. Uh-huh. I didn't feel anything. I, I just went, I, I, I literally <laughs> went to sleep the instant you guys left. <laughs> wow. We we had a, uh, for, for the listeners, we had a birthday hangout uh, for a friend of ours and uh, uh, went over to your house, Frank. Yep. And I finally saw your um, your ocean swirl. Right, you you certainly did. Um, well, how do you like it? I was very very impressed by how that turned out. Uh, the I can say that I am now very jealous now that I have admired how light plays off of the sparkly parts of your pen. And then I came back home and I'm like, huh, none of my pens do that. <laughs> <laughs> It's a very unique material, and that's why mm-hmm. so many people liked it. Yeah, yeah, especially when you have a bright light to shine on top of it. So yeah, I took a lot of pictures. Um, I posted uh, a photo of um, of your pen on our Instagram page. Oh, yeah, interesting. Okay, I'll take a look. Yeah. At, uh, I'll take a look after this then. Yeah, um, I can probably send it to you now. But uh, we got one comment. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, uh, by uh, Rainey's note, um, she said, uh, here she said, uh, heard this ocean swirl over and over in the podcast. Nice to finally be able to see it. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and uh, they pointed out an interesting fact to us. Um, and I want to ask you. Oh, okay. Okay. So this is a question. Yeah. All right. I'm going to post a link right here and i want you to tell me what the name of this brand is called obonichi techno you're wrong <laughs> oh really tacho uh, rini rini's note obonichi pointed tacho. out to us <laughs> That the entire time we have been recommending people Hobonichi Techno, there's no N in (laughs) Techno. I feel like such a failure. (laughs) I'm (laughs) the entire time. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I don't know how it happened. Yeah, I, I'm usually pretty good at catching these kinds of things. Um, uh, but this one just kind of blew past me because it it just looks like it reads as techno. Yeah. And I think I probably heard you say it, and I just kind of accepted it. The, I, I think a very high chance is I said it wrong, and you just kind of accepted it because I'm, I'm the type of guy that kind of skim over the little details. Yeah, I mean, I've caught, I, I usually catch some of these things before too, but like this one just kind of, like, I can't believe I did it. And also, a lot of people who review Hobonichi Techo products, mm-hmm. they usually just say Hobonichi. They don't say the full name, or at least I, I've been trying to find, I hear, I've heard some people say it, but it's mostly they just say Hobonichi. Well, here's the thing though, like, we, we hear say Hobonichi, right? Um, well, Hobonichi Techo. <laughs> it's gonna be hard to break it. It's kind of it's um, gonna be hard to remember it. But anyway, um, so here say Hobonichi. Surprisingly, I think in Taiwan, some of it refer just refer the notebook as Hobo. 
hobo the hobo notes the hobo yeah, books like Ooh. have you bought some hobo today so mm, i don't know if i like that one <laughs> well for them it's pretty uh harmless right but in english it's not um it has other meanings yes but uh but you know it, it could also be pointed out that like at this point we've been calling it a hobo nichi techno for so long maybe we just for, run with it for two or three years maybe <laughs> at, at the minimum we just run with it we just run with calling yeah, it the wrong just, name jeez uh, <laughs> okay I'll, I'll try to i'll try to correct it i i wouldn't it's I... hobonichi techo yeah uh, that's really hard for me to like it doesn't roll off the tongue for me but i will <laughs> yeah i'll try to uh boy okay okay i have to remember that I'm going to throw a, throw a big wrench. Thank you so much, uh, Rainy's Note, uh, for pointing this out to us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, um, talk about the Instagram link. Uh, I forgot. I think we keep forgetting to mention these all the time. Uh, we can be found at fountainpenandstationary.com, and we can be reached at fountainpenandstationary at gmail.com. And what's our Instagram again? Our Instagram is fountain pen and stationary, just underscores rather than spaces. Ah, it, okay. Well, there we go. We finally got one post on our Instagram. We we have we have two. Oh, we have, we have two, two technically. Now. Okay, okay. We have two. Uh, one was the uh, the the espresso. Uh, right. Yeah. Okay. I, I have a couple more pictures I need to post. Um, uh, they're just in a backlog. I don't think I even have a uh, Instagram Instagram account. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I need to get, get around to... trying to. I need to get around trying to see how it is. I just I don't know. I have a very strong dislike of websites that require me to register before I can see anything. Fair. I have no <laughs> argument against that. So, I I did not register for an account on purpose until this point. I'll see what the workaround could do. <laughs> okay, Frank. Yes. All right. Okay. Uh, continuing to this topic. What what's your first question for the day? Let's see. You. For, I know that you have something to ask. No, this is your question, I think. Is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is my question. Oh, my God. I pushed this in, like... I think you put this in two uh, weeks ago. Weeks. Yeah, I put this in, like, weeks ago. Um, because I was uh, just kind of messing around. I, I finally cleaned out my pens. Um, and I was just wondering, uh, after all the experience that we've had this time with different NIM materials, like, the, the two most common are gold and steel, and then there's also titanium, which is kind of a lesser... Uh, less common material um which one is your favorite or present a preference like does that matter to you um okay so in terms of the material mm -hmm. i would say gold first steel mm -hmm. second titanium last okay okay and there the reason being is that uh, in terms of tuning, though, steel is probably the easiest to tune. Mm -hmm. And uh, because steel, it, it generally has a very low uh, metal memory for most of the steel nib that I work with. And gold, it, it, it does bounce back, at least on the most common ones. Maybe silver doesn't do that. But a lot mm -hmm. of the 14K nibs, um, it does bounce back a little bit, but the bounce the bouncing is relatively quick, right? The, there's okay. much less memory to it. So when you fix your nib, or when you tune it, it, it tends to stay exactly how you tuned it. Titanium, steel, steel, steel and gold. Steel yeah. is almost instant. Gold takes a mm -hmm. little bit longer, but uh, you, you, after a few tries, you will get it to exactly how you want. Titanium, though. <laughs> titania has a very slow memory return time okay like they're, so they're, like whenever you whenever you bend it it, it 
it takes time to return back to its like neutral state. It takes state. time for it to return. Like people will describe Titania as bouncy, but it does have slower bounce back. That is indeed true. But on top of that, it it also has a very last bit of elasticity that doesn't fully set in until like hours later. Oh wow, interesting. So you can try to tune or set a nib for titanium and then if it come back like maybe a couple like thirty minutes later, mm-hmm. it will write a little bit different than how you how you want you to set it. Interesting. So at like least a, as you're trying to experience. tune it. So, so so yeah potentially as you tune it, uh it it'll bend like and return back to like 80-90% of where it used to be and then the rest of that 10% would take hours later. Correct, because that's why that's the issue I have with my um the titanium from Conit. Mm-hmm. It is the the slit is not perpendicular to the actual nib. Mm. Something happened in the pro- pro- manufacturing process or the tuning process from factory that uh the slit is not exactly 90 degrees. So it makes mm-hmm. some weird writing experience when you do left and right stroke. And when I try to fix that, it keeps going back to what it was. Mm. Like right after I fixed it. So. <laughs> <laughs> so so in terms of writing experience, um, I like gold because gold is a lot of times gold is a lot uh, it flows a little bit easier and like I said yeah. uh, I think it, it has a little bit more flex to it uh, just a little tiny bit of flex so it has a little bit more juice water to it um, it's a little softer s- yeah steel is definitely easiest to work with and once you get it right though um, and the, if you do not mind like the stiffness of it steel is really good once you get it mm-hmm. right titanium is a pain in the butt <laughs> And I can understand why. Uh, I think it was that some why some much older Nibsmith really does not like titanium. Hmm. I mean that makes sense. Yeah. I did not know about that. Like the last ten percent of the or whatever percentage of returning back to neutral uh, uh, just takes a long time. Yeah, it takes a long time. So that's why. Like, that would explain you. why that. That would yep. explain why, like, I've ha- I have one titanium like semi flex nib, and that like after the first couple uh, uh, letters that you do, like it is it does feel different. Yep, because the nib yeah. does not return to what it was until much mm-hmm. later. Yeah, uh, for me, um, in terms of like a general writing experience, yeah, gold nib. Uh, write smoother. I definitely prefer the gold nib for that. Um, I, obviously, for a longevity sense and like not having to be concerned about stuff, yeah, gold would also win in that case. Um, and then obviously steel. However, if I'm planning on getting a stub nib, I would go steel and not gold because there's no point in getting a gold nib for... As far as I know, <laughs> there's no point in getting a gold nib stub. <laughs> Yeah, maybe the additional ink flow. But honestly, ink flow, you can also tune for it. You can tune either yeah. with the slit, winding the slit, or you can uh, just use a different ink with a little bit more flow to it. Yeah. Uh, but this brings me to the second point of my question, which I believe, you know, I've already stated that my preference is gold than steel, uh, last titanium as well. Um, but if you were going to buy a new pen that, came in a gold or a steel nib option, which one would you get? How much extra am I paying for? It? <laughs> <sighs> I, I, I don't know. I, honestly, online prices seem to like be gold nibs are like an extra 200 bucks, right? Yeah. So you, I guess it's it like, ranges. I think if the extra is less than, say, a hundred. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the nib design the gold nib design is something that i actually really like i would not mind getting a gold nib instead but if say the price is okay if a price is pretty hefty and uh is an interchangeable nib type that i can just always pick gold later yeah i'm just gonna go with steel at the beginning and like i said it also like i say also depends on the type of nib i feel i want to go with that pen 
if the uh, mm-hmm. pen I want to use is a, is a music name, I, I definitely probably want to go for gold as well. I'll just go for steel or stub. Because mm-hmm. at that point, you're trying to, you're buying the pen, right? And then the, like, let's say it was a a custom pen, but it took like Yovo number sixes, right? Like you would just probably get the steel just to get the pen and you can swap a gold later if you want it. Yeah, that, those those can be taken care of or pay later down the line. Doesn't have to be right now. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of why I was asking because like for me, if, the, I, if there's like a new uh, pen shop that was selling these interesting pens, and, but it came in like a, like a Yovo number six, it's like, well, I'll probably just get the steel then, because I have a couple Yovo Gold Sixes that I could probably slot in if I wanted to. Right, right, and uh, you can have a. For the, that's a good thing about exchangeable nib that you can always, um, per say you can always put the uh, cost down the line, <laughs> down payment mm-hmm. in a sense. And so you can focus your money on getting that interesting pen, like Initial. just the pen itself. Right. Yeah. Yep. Just like the yeah, cool. uh, the, the Pelican. The, I, I was thinking, you know what? It doesn't matter the uh, nib width. <laughs> as long as you get the pen <laughs> first, you can always change the nib afterwards. So Right, because the Pelicans, you can buy uh, after, not aftermarket, but like other nib types, right? Yeah, and the I don't think any of the limited edition actually has a specialized nib design. Mm-hmm. That's something that it's Pelican doesn't, doesn't really do, which is kind of mm-hmm. interesting as well. So I don't feel I'm missing much. Yeah, and Pelican nibs on their own are usually pretty good. They're really good, but that's really expensive. <laughs> the nib unit. I, I think the one for MA100 is what, 230 bucks for exchange or something like that? I mean, but that's, you know, that's how much some people are charging you for a gold nib to begin with. Yeah, I know. I know. No, I think gold nib used to be only 140 150 That's fair, but I mean... I, I think I said last episode that inflation was on the downturn, and that was horribly, horribly predicted. I was totally wrong. <laughs> I think our gas price here went back up to a six dollar twenty five or six dollars. Oh, jeez, yeah. Yeah, I this literally is why just not... got gas yesterday. It was five five seventy something. Mm-hmm. And today I drove by gas station. It's already six twenty. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh boy. That's why I'm not an economist. <laughs> Everyone has their expertise, Collins. Everyone has their yes. expertise. <laughs> okay. All right. Our next topic. Oh, yeah. Hey, I got my Kona fixed. Nice. Um, so the O-ring kit from Penround does indeed work. Even nice. though this is something I never know. Apparently the two... O-ring on the co- on the Metabolistica's front is two separate different sizes. Okay. I never know. I never really noticed this, but I, I, I yeah, I guess it makes sense. There are two different parts of a nib and the uh, insert in two different sections. So, um, it's fixed. Issue is I got it clogged again. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to clean it again. Um, this. I don't know why, but this this ink dries out really fast. This is the uh, pigment ink from uh, Kakimori, I think. Uh, the okay. Japanese uh, pigment ink company. So. I, I mean, it is a pigment ink, right? Yeah. So, so you're dealing really with pigment ink problems. I just had to clean it out again. Um, but I don't know. The pen's fixed. And like I said, I bought two packages. So I have chances for one more mistake before I had to uh, order it again. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Hopefully, mistake doesn't ever happen again. But we'll see. So your your Conan has been out of commission for a while now. So this is your first time using it in how long? A month. Okay, that's not that bad. Month or two. It's really? Not I thought, I, okay, that's not bad. Yeah. So I cleaned out my pens kind of recently. By kind of recently, I mean like an hour ago. Um, <laughs> um and something i noticed that like cleaning out uh, so understand that like when i say this i usually clean out my pens on a fairly regular basis this is the longest duration of time that i that i've had to clean out a pen that's kind of like been um unused for a while right okay so this is not something that i'm really familiar with because usually my cleaning schedule is pretty i'm regular, usually on top yeah. of it yeah right um 
cleaning out an old pen sucks. <laughs> Time to get out or something machine. Because, <laughs> like, I understand that, like, it dries out, right? But then, mm -hmm. so, like, the, the little, um, the pigment particles or, like, the whatever color particles, they dry up so that any time water touches it, it starts to, like, it gets harder to clean. Yes, the, the, the dye with the pigment does dry and cake up, so. Yes. Ultrasonic okay. machine. <laughs> <laughs> is that what the ultrasonic machine sounds like when it's running uh much higher pitch <laughs> much higher pitch okay much higher pitch um yeah it's it's on my it's on my list of things to get it's not expensive the most expensive thing that's gonna cost you is a storage space <laughs> just like the desk space for the it? desk space no I, 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 I can i can put it somewhere i mean you can just dump it somewhere um, once we're done with it so it doesn't matter no no it, it's a totally useful thing to buy um because it doesn't just clean yeah, pens you, right? you can clean watches, jewelry and clean other so... things yeah uh well, yeah, well too. i i do i would not put a watch in an ultrasonic cleaner <laughs> uh, i mean the watch strip the the the, uh, the metal band you certainly yeah, could if yeah, you wanted you can to just kind of dip the minimum blade in there it doesn't transfer to the watch so yes you just dip it in there yeah um no one should put the actual watch in an ultrasonic cleaner. Please do not do oh, yeah, that. Of course not. Uh, <laughs> crazy with you, but okay. Uh, just wanted to be upfront with that. Um, yeah, no, <laughs> I, I should probably buy that because if I wait any longer, the price will probably go up. Yeah, at this economy and this world, I wouldn't be surprised. Right? So I should probably get that pretty soon. Well, the, the main issue is whether you're going to have a supply or not. That is also true. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, um, my 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 field expertise were looking at seventy five weeks of delays. Oh my god, seventy five weeks of material delays. That's, I, I can't mentally even comprehend how long that is. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's pretty bad. It's getting pretty bad. Um, that's 18 months put, uh, on average of delays. Correct. Correct. So anything you want to build is going to take much longer. Wow. All right. <laughs> well, speaking of delays, we have something that doesn't seem to be delaying anymore. Okay. This is somewhat of a good news mm -hmm. because it seems like Conan is still alive. Oh, we were just talking about that. We keep talking about them and like whether they're coming down or up, but so they're coming back on. Maybe. Correct. Conan is still alive. Um, the official word is now that um, uh, what's that website is called? Penworld? Mm -hmm. will be the exclusive seller for Conan. Oh, wow. Okay. I believe they were selling the red edition. Let me see. I mean, I mean, I mean, double check. What is the pen company call? Did I say put it in the link, actually? Yeah, I have it. And it does say pen world on, pen world, on your right? link. Okay. So yeah. it's pen world. Um, I just want to absolutely make sure I didn't make a mistake. Um, Penworld is going to be an exclusive seller. And um, they were the company that had collabed with uh, Kona before that sells their red color Konets. Mm -hmm. So as of right now, all the pricing is based on the red special edition. Mm. I am uncertain whether they are going to stick with that pricing because the Honestly speaking, that's relatively high compared to before. Okay, but uh, but like, as we've talked about, you know, before, everything's kind of increasing in price. So right, and you are expecting to have a to see a price increase because now it is not sold directly by Kona anymore. Right now, it's so, through a retailer. So just to be clear, and I and I kind of read through the note. If you try to buy a pen on Conid, you're going to be redirected to Penworld, and you're going to purchase through their store. 
Correct. And uh, Penworld Sconet webpage webpage right now only has the Red exclusive. Hmm. I think they may be still updating their website in the future. Okay. I, because this is really recent news, right? This is really recent news. Yeah. Yeah. But they're not dead. They're coming back. Just the pricing and the timing, we don't know. Potentially, they don't want to deal with their own online portal. Like, they want to just have someone else manage it. Yeah, it probably has to deal with parts and just storages and uh, just the number of main powers overall, honestly. Yeah. So having a retailer certainly f- filter it out uh, quite a bit of necessary management. Because um, like we previously mentioned, Conet is not their main facility usage. Mm-hmm. So having an additional engineer slash person slash whoever staff to take care of Conet uh, material when it's not their full-time job is not a very wise investments and separation of work anyway right this is a labor of love by some people and so any any extra additional work that they can offload to another team is a benefit to them yes and possibly add an increased price to us which is <laughs> expected to see right but if it's only if you can only buy it through one place then it's like well that's, it's just that's their it. new price right just their new price after break so right but yes, but I mean, uh, it's coming back. It's coming back, which is good. Yeah. Conid does offer a unique filling mechanism. Correct. I don't know. I have to be very selective now because not that I don't like Conid, but after seeing your ocean swirl, I'm like, but Conid is a demonstrator. I've got demonstrators uh, enough to last me a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> you, you do. <laughs> You seem to be um, on a demonstrator bench at the beginning of the uh, pen collecting hobby. Yes. Um, so I have to be kind of selective with the fancy smancy pens that I get. <laughs> right. All right. Our next topic, it is... Um, Sailor is doing something different now. Mm-hmm. For their limited edition, the newest one, they are actually using turned pin material. Ooh. These are nice. Right. Uh, instead of t- the typical injection molding with a uniform color, they have a, uh, I would say, a smoky white and a smoky blue edition for their new pens. They call yeah, it pearl white and blue green. Right, it's not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's not like um, pearlescent uh, swirl like this really popular in Western world nowadays. But uh, mm-hmm. it's a I little it more. Um, it's a little more uh, muted. Right. It looks a little bit more elegant. I would say it's not as in your face with it. They they actually are very specific. Say that these are the material made in Japan. so it's done locally to buy the manufacturers or buy some people in japan yeah but these look really nice um it's something different we haven't really seen from sailor yet correct and i think the uh, pre-order starts september 22nd so technically already started yeah i just need to find a link for it (laughs) (laughs) and if i had my if I had my cynical hat, uh, in a couple months, one of these are going to have gold sparkles in it. I think that's the thing, right? I haven't really seen too many gold sparkles being used by Japanese makers yet. I mean, other than Sailor. Uh, no, 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 no. Like Pantera material, like these kind of no. stock materials. Yes, not, 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 not this. No, they don't usually uh, put gold sparkles so in it. I'm not sure whether they're going to do it or not. We'll see, right? We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, our next topping. What topic? Topic. <laughs> Toppings. <laughs> well, oh, I see why you said yes, toppings. Toppings. <laughs> the, next, <laughs> the next topic is, is the Sailor Tea Time number two. The world's tea uh, time number two. 
perfect and, time for toppings. Yes, and this one is Christmas tea themed. Okay, now again, I will say I have a red green colorblindness problem. Um, I'm looking at the pen. Is that red or is that brown? Or is that red brown? It's red. It's red. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is certainly red. It is a more like an orangish red on the left. Is it a desaturated red? No, it's actually pretty pretty red. <laughs> it's pretty orange. Oh, interesting. Red. Well, wait, interesting. Wait, wait, which color are you talking about? There's two okay, colors. So there... Just in case you know, there's two colors there. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. So Do you need your special glasses? Sigh. Okay. <laughs> Alright. I okay, I'm looking at the image and there are the Okay, so there's the ballpoint one, right? There's right. the ballpoint red one. Mm -hmm. And then there's a set of four pens on the left. Yes. Is each capped is each capped and uncapped pen a single color? Yes. So the two sets, left and right, are different. Correct. I call BS on that. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell, huh? I, I trust you that you're telling me that they're different. I cannot see a difference. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, they're very different color. The one on the right is, are is deep green. What? Yeah, what? What are you talking the about? lights are deep green. They are whoa, okay. whoa, wait. What do you, what are you, you the three okay, pens so, on the right? The three pens on the right. Okay, okay yes, there, I know one, those. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight pens total on the display. One, the two, first three, image. Four, five, six, seven, eight. Yes, there are eight pens. Yes. The three pens on the right are deep green barrel with a light green cap. Okay, that I can see. And, and those the, three are the same color. The handle section is dark brown. Yes. The okay. Section is dark brown. Yes, I can see that. The so five those are, on the left are all orange red. They're all the same color. They're all the same color. Okay. No. No. See, you're sh that's you. You've got me confused. Okay. That's what I see. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were telling me that the the that the two reddish orange ones as a set on the left. The left four were different. Oh no 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 no. One, two, three, four, five. All five are the same color. They're the same okay. resin. They are okay. made of the same resin. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so you're... Don't freak me out like that. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. You're, you're like, oh, is my color blindness getting worse? Oh, my God. I don't think our color blindness gets worse unless it's like in, chemically induced, right? What do you mean by chemically induced? <laughs> like if I splash acid in my eye, sure. I think some color blindness is actually caused by uh, film chemicals. Oh, interesting. No, yeah, I, like I, if so... You, if you breathe in too much of it, you actually cause color blindness where you get in too much of it. Interesting. Well, as far as I know, no. Like I, my color blindness, as far as I know, has been the same. Um, okay. I thought you were telling me that those the 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 four left pens were somehow different. Like, okay, no, no, good, no, no, thank no, you. No, the, the same the left five, honestly, it's all the same color. You, you're gonna have to post a link so that people can see what we're talking about. So it's like I'm not like I can clearly tell that the left th the right three are different. Anyways, okay, we can <laughs> okay. move on from this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> we can move on from this. Okay, so yeah, yeah, that's uh, so. I don't even okay. I cannot use Google Translate for this because they decided to use uh, pictures on the description. So anyone can help me. Uh, I have absolutely forgot my katakana. Mm. So I don't know what it is saying, but the the left is definitely Christmas tea. Mm -hmm. But I think the right is represent desserts or Christmas treats. Either way. I, I think it's dessert. Okay. Christmas pudding. Christmas pudding. For green? Yes. I mean, I don't I don't think I know. They call it what Christmas Japan pudding. 
I don't think I, I'm very familiar with Japanese Christmas pudding because that doesn't look like any pudding I eat. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't either. But this maybe like a Christmas mousse, pudding. maybe like a green mousse or something like that. Yeah, I, I mean, if you take a look at the very bottom picture, there's something brown on the center with two mint leaf on, on top of it. That's what they're trying to represent. But I have never eaten that here in America. Yes. So. But yeah, that's their uh, seller's uh, Christmas. Oh, it might be like a mint chocolate or something like that. Like cup pudding. Mint chocolate pudding. Maybe. Maybe. So, I mean, this is more in line with the typical sailor uh, special edition. Similar, yeah. Similar. <laughs> sailor bios, a different color barrel. A different color barrel, and then the green one has sparkles in it. This is yes. what I expected. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> this is not the uh, oolong color that I have specified yet, so I think I'm safe on this one. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. If they did come up with an oolong color, you would have to get that one. I, I may have to try to get it, yeah. <laughs> okay. So... Next is not a great news. It is the uh, regards to the Cosmo Air Lite is being discontinued. Which is the Musubi notebook. And I think some other notebook does it too. But mm -hmm. right, that is one of the main notebooks that uses it. I forget, have you tried the Musubi notebooks? Um, I actually got the uh tomoe 52 version of it okay but i never tried the cosmo air light hmm. so i'm not sure i want to pick it up <laughs> just the as just they're discontinued just to yes. have the last I one mean, i mean okay technically i have time because according to this blog if they are going to discontinue in next year march hmm. so if i like it I can go and pick up more. Right. But what I want to get into a paper that I that know cut off of. is getting discontinued soon. That is the question. Yeah. Do you want to sec do you want to dive into that? <laughs> I don't know, honestly. <laughs> um I think the I most concerning parts, not even Cosmos Air Light, is getting discontinued. Right? If you read the blog, the most concerning point is that the, the author paper. of Mazupi saying that there are various number of paper manufacturing company is running into the same issue. Mm-hmm. And they may all, and a lot of them may also end up cutting their paper lines by end of this year. Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the problem, right? So I've maybe two or three years ago when I bought all of my notebooks, I'm still kind of going through them, but I yeah. don't have any backups once I'm done with those. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, I mean... The, the new Tomoe is out already. Some people like it. Some people doesn't like yeah. it. That's fine. But it, as you can see, some of the Tomoe old stock 52 is still available throughout the web if you look hard enough. Mm -hmm. So it's not like completely, completely out per se. If you wanted to get it, you could get it. Yeah, yeah. You'll eventually still be able to get it for a while. I think yeah. this will probably be the same for the Cosmos Air Lite. Even though the Cosmos, to be fair, Cosmos Air Lite is less popular of the two. So there's probably less um, available old stock for sale. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, that's, all, that's all I can say. Uh, this is uh, it's unfortunate. It's, 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 a, it's a thing that we've been seeing a lot where like if you want to get certain kinds of paper for your notebooks, like get them while you can. Yeah, well, that's... Uh, so they are saying that manufacturers having difficulties uh, putting in the large amount of possible papers uh, of water to run the machines all at the same time. Because once right. they turn it on, it has to be 
run for a while, right? Uh, mm-hmm. you, you cannot just print like a hundred, maybe a hundred feet, uh, two thousand feet of paper and just stop. They had they had to run for a good amount of time to make sure the uh, the total run cost is not negative. Uh, right. So not having I, I, we are part of the group that has somehow went backwards in time in a sense <laughs> <laughs> in today's increasing digital world but I can see why the uh, manufacturer also having difficulties fulfilling more um, paper orders I mean heck even bank nowadays doesn't even want to do uh doesn't even have the paper notes less less paper notes for depositing and withdrawing anymore so Right, I'm kind of afraid that the Mitsubishi banknote is gonna to disappear too. Oh yeah, yeah. But I mean, there are other paper manufacturers like yeah, I mean, like Clairefontaine and Rodeo that don't have an issue. I have a feeling that they will stay for the foreseeable future because <laughs> they are not just known for fountain pens; they are known for other paper as well. So they have other Usage. areas where they can, uh, yeah. Yeah. Even out their income streams. Correct. At, at, mo- at worst cases, it's just probably going to cut either the Clairefontaine or Rodia. One mm-hmm. of the lines, right? And just going to use one to replace both of them. Mm-hmm. So this brought me back to a very old video that we've seen before. The video title is called Why the World's Best Mathematicians Are Hoarding Chalk. Yes. <laughs> 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 I, I was just watching another YouTube video uh, about someone who uh, uses a chalkboard and chalk. And then someone sent this YouTuber some of this nice chalk. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe that this is so great. Um, that's going to be like us with fountain pen. Yes, I think that's what we're going to do in the long term. Uh, because I, in the video, one of the mathematicians, of course he did, right? But he stated that he calculated the amount of chocolate he's going to use for the next 10 years and he just bought that amount he bought the entire supply <laughs> and they had they're trading they were trading chalk and trading underground chalk trades too they have a box of chalk do you want this for see um my friend uh one uh my German, one bitch franklin <laughs> but uh I think for that way it has a happy ending because a Korean um a Korean company actually bought the Company the, like the formula for it, which is really company interesting. and formula. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. the background story for that one is interesting because all the Japanese company that bid on the chalk did not agree to use the same exact process to make the chalk. Why would you not? Cost constraint, probably. Hmm. Only a Korean company agreed. Very interesting. And that's why it was sold to a Korean company, even though it was, an, <laughs> it was a native Japanese company. Very interesting. And the Korean company I, I, has been producing that chalk for a while. It is kind of like similar to our Tomoe paper. Mm-hmm, yeah. It is relatively close, but there are still tiny differences, even though they got the same exact method down. Mm-hmm. Which... I mean, like anytime you produce something like a physical product, right? Like any amount of difference is going to create some small, minute differences in in, in the produced uh, item. Right. So, which is, is it's weird, right? Because in today's world, you would think that if you input, if you get enough variable dialed in, you'll get the same result. Yeah. <laughs> But, but that's, that's not always the same. Evidently not the same, especially for the void paper, because they tried with new machines. As we can tell, well, all the backstories and like even this chalk stories, uh, you just can't. It's, it's, it's really interesting to know that uh, sometimes even if, you, even if you have all the answers or if you think you have all the answers, you could get different results. I guess this is the the interesting thing for us right as we march forward with uh i guess digital technology right like phones and like instagram that frank doesn't want to create an account for um <laughs> like the the physical medium of the things the the tactile 
things that we have in our life. Like those things are starting to disappear. Right. I don't know. That's that. I mean, I mean us in this hobby, like we're specifically a lot of things that we do in this hobby are not necessary, but it's the, the feel of which we enjoy. And it's going to be harder and harder to maintain this as we move on. Right. Move yes, it's the joy of experiencing details, more, more detail oriented hobbies are, I think mm -hmm. is getting a little bit eroded at times. Yeah. And it's turning into a lot of the, uh, much fast paced and much more uh, vibrant enjoyment in a sense. We've talked about keyboards too, right? Keyboards are kind of a, a return to form of like tactile feel too, right? Like you're trying to turn like a digital concept of like using a computer, but then you, there's still some feeling to hitting a key on the keyboard that you can right. feel. Like uh, for a while, everyone thought the, for keyboard, at least everyone thought the, um, optical keyboard is going to be the future like like uh like what we saw flat in service yeah mm -hmm. you have a flash service you just type on the uh, type on your desk so you don't even need a keyboard anymore what we saw in uh the final fantasy spirits within movie where yes. you digitally project up keys and your hands just kind of correct and that was a complete air. bust because no one liked to keep <laughs> no one liked to type on it yeah it was terrible it was a terrible experience yeah so I think there's a limit <laughs> of how much you want to digitalize input mm -hmm. because we human have a um, inherent affinity toward wanting to feel something analog and wanting to feel something that is uh, having feedbacks. Yes, feedback is very important uh, in communication and in uh, yeah in communication because you're as you're typing as you're writing you need some kind of feedback to know that what you're doing is working right so um, I don't think it's gonna die for our hobbies it's no. just going to be much more challenging <laughs> <laughs> to get to get stuff that we really want in a sense yeah, I mean, the other thing that, that I think about with this is uh, flex nibs, right? Like that's that was another one where like there seemed to have been a, like a lost technology in how they produce these. Nibs. I know that there's other theories as to why um, vintage nibs work the way that they do, because they're the ones that lasted up until now. Yeah, but survival biased in a sense. Yes, survive, uh, yeah, survivor bias, right? Yeah. Um, but there is still that concept or idea that like these nibs from the past seem to write so well. Why can't we do it now? Um, but I have yet to try some of the newer flex nibs that they came out with more recently. Actually, on, top, on that topic, I think Fountain Pen, uh, Fountain Pen Evolution, they just recently came out with the Ultra Flex Go Nib. Hmm. They were used to do that on steel nibs, but now they moved to gold as they perfected the, the way to do it, I believe. And it is okay. announced in the uh, San Francisco Pen Show, which is uh, being sold for San Francisco Pen Show. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of the uh, Redditors start posting about them when they, after they come back from the Pen Show, of course. Hmm. So that's something you can check in, you can, you can look into to see how close they are to a... Uh, to like a vintage flex. To a vintage flex. Or if, I think yours is technically what, it's not wet noodle, right? Most of it is, uh, well, you I have, have one wet noodle, yeah. Yeah, I have three vintage flex. One's not great. Uh, probably shouldn't have bought that one. One's pretty good. One's a nice flex. And then the other one is like, you just touch it and it just like <laughs> melts. <laughs> <You> just... <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, so you, you can give it a try to see how it goes. Yeah, how much? Uh, you might have to link me, but like, how much is? How much are they selling that nib? I'm not sure actually. I haven't checked out the price on it. Let me see. So I will say that like flex nib. pen writing has not been something that I've really focused on over the past couple of years. It. It's like a phase, right? Like you try different kinds of nibs and you f lean one end, you lean another end as you're trying different things. Available on their website for 165 bucks. Wow. Or available for four interesting payment with Sizzle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, not necessary. 
I, I'm just stating how much it costs. T- toss me a link? Yeah, sure. Um, Let's see. Right here. Okay. They actually have the USA website right now. Interesting. I believe they used to be uh, directly shipping from their, from their origin country, which is, I think, Spain. I can't remember the exact location. So it's a uh, number six. So I should be able to use this with like a. Would I be able to use this with like a Yovo, um, feed? Yes. It's just I'm surprised. I just I just realized it doesn't even come with a. Uh... Oh, there we go. You can buy the Ebonet. You need to buy the combo. Okay. Okay. Oh, There's there an it is. Ebonet I see it. Flex fee combo later on. Because I was like, I, I don't know if like the feed's going to be enough to feed yeah, this so guy. Yeah, so I think you need to go... I, this one doesn't come with a feed. Yeah, so, I see another one where it does. But that's not Ultraflex. Oh, god damn it. I don't think this guy has priced the uh, the combo yet. Okay. You can certainly buy them in combos, I have no doubt. But okay. you may have to get the... Uh, you need to probably send an email or just buy both of them at the same time and ask them to put in the uh, housing of like a Yovo or Bach housing. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I know we've talked. I know we've talked about these guys before, but like maybe I'll have to try it. See how yeah, yeah. how well so, it does. Like some people are posting the their newest purchase from the Chicago Pen Show, the Chicago I'm sorry San Francisco Pen Show, and it looks really good. It looks it works really well. So. I think the most interesting thing on this one, in case you didn't take a note close on our list, it doesn't have a breathing hole. It doesn't. Very interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure how that well that works. That being said, if you're flexing, do you need it? <laughs> not necessarily, right? I mean... Yeah. Because <laughs> um, uh, ha- almost half the time, on average, you're you're opening up the tines enough that it's probably open. Yeah. So, yeah, there's that. Yeah. So, assuming this is at least pretty good, right? Like, that's one technology that we were able... Uh, some niche uh, manufacturer has able to sal- has been able to salvage, but uh, for paper, that's a lot harder to come by. Like you need a full company to keep manufacturing that you, specific you type. Not not just a full company. You you need the whole company with the machine that assuming has continuing supply of parts. I think what killed the Morjuk Tomoe line was the maintenance ah, of the machine. The the maintenance of the machine to produce the paper. Yes. And on top of that, you also need the uh the operator that has this knowledge of how the machine works to keep it consistent. <laughs> which in is a world where, issue. In a world where paper is slowly, slowly uh, uh, becoming unnecessary for the workplace. And in a world in which corporal or company Corporate loyalty grade. is much less valued and observed. So... Yes, that is true. Um... It, that I feel like that's potentially why a company like that might not a company like that works really well in Japan, where like the workforce generally has high um, loyalty to their companies. Right, and uh, it, it it is a very interesting topic the to 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 think about to discuss because I think in USA I know for a fact that. Uh, we have tendency to not keep skilled labor. Yeah, we tend to, at least in the U.S. Although some, I've been hearing that labor jobs have been coming back to the U.S. due to the expense of shipping these days. No, 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 no. Like, I mean, like, have tendency to not value skilled laborers. Um, oh, fair, yes. <laughs> because one of my friends was a, he is a injection moldy, injection molding, specialist mm-hmm. for a medical device company for implants. Mm. Mm-hmm. He's the only one in the company that knows how to make, how to get the right mixture of plastics. Oh, wow. Okay. 
and let him go. Oh no. <laughs> you would think I'm sorry, like you would think that that would lend you job security. Yeah, you would think so only... too. But no, they decided to hire two people. Not actually they decided to actually hire two people to try to replace him. Uh I'm guessing two people with less pay with less pay, right? Two people fresh out of college. Uh yeah. And uh, he he kind of knows what's going on. He did. He just said, "I quit." Mm-hmm. And well, he didn't say quit. He he went. He tried to negotiate for a long term contract. The company mm-hmm. didn't say anything. And when the um, economical downturn starts, they just let him go. Wow. Yeah. So that's a shame. <laughs> it's it's a shame, and it is. So. I, I'm not sh- sure, like such a specialized, specialized production, similar to paper, will actually be available in USA at a large scale, like Japan does. Right. I think we can possibly do that in USA for a limited runs. But because it's a limited run from probably like a mom and pop shop with a relatively um relatively hand to machine, there will be variants. So it won't be as precise as a lot of film and pen paper that we enjoy. But they can try to keep it as good as possible. But it wouldn't be the exactly the same as as we we come to expect from all the Japanese papers, even if we do move some operations here to USA, just due to how USA corporation tend to run. <laughs> yeah. So get your paper now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's, uh, I guess it's a paper complex. 2.0, right? I mean, Tomoe paper was already bad enough, and now you have Mizuji, uh, you already have Cosmo Light paper. And uh, based on that okay. blog, there, there's a couple more to be announced down the line. That being said, like, r- at least for now, like, it, it, these are like specialty papers that have uh, uh, special properties that like allow things like sheening to really appear when you're, if you're writing. If you're just looking for paper for your fountain pens like there's still the more generally known brands that work fine for now for now (laughs) yes for now now. i mean just remember (laughs) the most common paper is one of the most common papers still moleskin yeah the moleskin is terrible (laughs) for fountain pens i i i i can't (laughs) (laughs) i can't if what if, like, at some point, Moleskin like turns itself around and like just makes it work for fountain pen ink? That would be a very happy day for a lot of people because that means fountain pen paper will be much more readily available. You know, actually, I, I actually, I haven't been okay. So Borders, okay, we're in the United States. Borders is not a thing anymore. I haven't been in a Barnes and Nobles in a long time, so I actually haven't seen. Moleskins well, being moleskin offered. It's just because their 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 paper is more tuned to ballpoint. I was I was imagine. That's probably why the paper is horrible. Fountain pens. Wait, sorry. When you say tuned to ballpoint, I didn't know you had to tune paper to ballpoint. <laughs> well, they become much more absorbent, <laughs> so it like it, it sure. soaks in the ink immediately, so they don't smear anywhere. That's interesting. Right? And you have ballpoints, so the ballpoint doesn't have to worry about feathering because the ink itself typically is much more gelatin, gelatinous, so it doesn't need really feather. Right. So when you have right. much, much more absorbent paper, it just doesn't possibly, that's the reason why why they made the paper that way. I guess I've never just thought of it that way, that like ballpoint needed to be tuned to a certain kind of paper. Like I just never thought about it that way. <laughs> yeah. Gel or ballpoint. I think that's probably what they're aiming to use on. Mm-hmm. Which is horrible found them in. Right. I remember I remember I had an old moleskin notebook. I just tried, hey, you know, let's take this let's just try to write just feathered like crazy. It just became a giant blob. <laughs> yeah. Like, because no. the fiber on there is really no. loosely packed. It just, it just goes yeah. everywhere. So 
yeah. So yeah. um, anyone listening to this, um, I will try to make this episode out to the air as fast as possible. I think the last episode came out really late because I completely forgot. I'm very sorry. <laughs> it was I think it was like Sunday at it was technically Monday two a.m. or something. I was like, oh, crud! I forgot to upload my uh, podcast. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, let me let me get this over with. It wasn't a recording problem. It was a uh, we just didn't post it. It was Sorry, a guys. Frank being very lazy and being very late problem. So <laughs> I will try to get this out as soon as I can, and uh, so everyone's kind of know about this. All right. Sounds good. Uh, all right. With that being said, anything you want to add to wrap up today's episode? Uh, no. I think uh, I've aired out all of my uh, my problems I had to do. <laughs> problems I had to go through. <laughs> okay. Well, um, I'll keep you guys. I'll keep everyone up to date if there's any more uh, development from this. But for the time being, yeah, maybe maybe we all need to stuck on on papers. Yeah. And we need to uh, become need to. those uh, mathematicians and look at each other with the crazy eyes and ask, Hey, hey, cause, do, do you still want the uh, Tomoe paper? Paper pad? Okay. <laughs> 52 gram? Back, back, back out. Only 52 gram. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Back alley dealings. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so you buy the notebooks. We're not we're not dealing we're not dealing uh, drugs we're dealing paper I mean they're the other way around just just smell this it smells so great <laughs> <laughs> all right Frank all right I'll see you next time Collins bye bye.